That's so dope. <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? This is a podcast called Three in the Morning based on the idea between uh, three friends from the same hometown that grew up together that uh, you stay up really late having those discussions at 3 a.m. They're very political. Um, almost none of you have any experience in the world of politics, science, or any of that. But you talk about it anyway, and that's really the uh, the idea behind this podcast. We're just three guys having some fun. My name is Tyler. Uh, I'm, I'll be the main host that kind of presents the arguments. Uh, we're going to be talking about addiction and alcohol and that sort of thing. And I'm going to... Uh, I am what is referred to, apparently, as classic classical liberal. Uh, John Locke, that kind of thing. Capitalism, private property, that kind of thing. Um, but you know, gay people can get married. That's fine. And I'll, I'll pass it off to Shane to let him so, uh, introduce himself. Oh, Hey, I'm Shane. Uh, these guys call me conservative. I don't really know what to call myself. Uh, I've said it in the past before. Uh, Trump, eh, we're getting, we're, uh, my opinion is changing on him. So we're, we're, we'll see how this develops over the course of however long we do this podcast uh logan hey i'm i'm logan uh i'm what i like to think is a social liberal uh instead of fully focusing on markets i'm i'm more more open to the idea of a little bit of equality mixed in the mix but i'm a firm believer uh in capitalism doesn't care if you live or die and that's just that's my core belief, and I build on that, and that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, and we, and we call ourselves liberals, but we don't mean like new wave liberal, right? It's it's more classical, of the, the old right. style liberal before they switched into uh, uh, heavily Democrat focus and that kind of thing. So uh, the first what we're going to talk about is addiction, and what really brought this on was uh, Logan presented an argument uh, maybe a week or so ago, maybe two weeks. And it was about alcohol and other drug. Uh, alcohol isn't isn't a drug technically. A foreign substance that has an impact on the body is considered a drug. So okay, okay. Well, then it's a drug. Uh, I personally don't drink alcohol. Um, I have I've had a few sips of some stuff, but I've never I've never wanted to. I'm not a big fan of. Wait, wait, wait. What did you sip? Um, it was. Well, I've, I've tried a couple things. Uh, it was strawberry margarita from Chili's. Oh, that was pretty good. Um, Kendra loves it, my wife. And um, we, I tried white, uh oh, white wine. I think it was white wine uh, at our honeymoon. We stayed at a at a cabin um, up in North Arkansas. Oh, yeah. and overlooking the lake, I tried white wine. Terrible. Was it was it a bitter or was it a sweet wine? Uh, it was sweet. Oh man, like a like a. I can't remember the word for it. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I, I don't like the burn. And my, my, my grandfather drinks. I think it's Bud Light. I, th I think he goes through, um, uh, what's three times 90? That many a day. And <laughs> uh, I, I don't like the smell of beer. And I know, you know, beer and wine, they're, they're all different types of alcohol. And they all have, you know, there are different qualities. But I've always just kind of associated that. Also, I had a Christian upbringing, so it, you know it was the you know you're not supposed to get drunk and all that. But I, you know, as I've grown up and kind of gotten away from uh, just what I've been taught, 
and I've I've kind of tried it. I just I'm not really a fan of it. So when when people are you know, it's your own decision, right? You know, people go out to bars and they're like, "Oh, I spent ninety eight dollars drinking last night." I'm like, "Ninety eight dollars? Do you know what seven dollars for a drink? That is yeah. a meal, my friend. It gets ridiculous." Um, so me personally, I don't drink. Um, so I'll, I'll pass it to I'll go ahead and pass it to Logan for his opinions on it. Uh, personally, I, I do partake. Uh, I got a little, a little heavier when I was, you know, first couple years of college. But you mellow out, you get used to things. And now I might have a beer, you know, in the afternoon, the evening, just to unwind after work. But uh, I, I have a stark difference uh, in opinion on alcohol now as I did as a kid. Um, as Tyler mentioned, uh, he had a Christian upbringing. We actually went to the same church for how many years? <laughs> uh, oh, since we were maybe five. Yeah. Probably uh, even before then. And my dad's actually a Baptist preacher. So, um, and a can, deacon. And a deacon. Yeah. So you can actually, uh, kind of understand where the disconnect there is. Um, but, you know, I, in college, I decided to, to take a step back and uh, figure out exactly what I wanted to to do with my life, what I believed, rather than just be raised in something and told this is what I believe. And so I gave alcohol a try. I enjoy it. Um, I don't necessarily feel like if it disappeared, I'd be upset. But while it's here, you know, have myself a nice drink in the evening. Shane? Well, uh, drinking for me has never really been like a, like a big deal. Like, I just never really thought of it as like, uh, bad or good or any sort of way. I mean, I do drink, I'm drinking a beer right now. I only drink, you know, every now and then every other day, you know, I'll have one or two, you know, just to mellow out after work, like you were saying. Um, when I was growing up, my dad actually, and dad, if you're watching this, don't even worry about it. You're cool. I love you. Um, Joe is pretty cool. Joe is cool as heck. But, uh, I mean, it seemed, and of course this is like before I actually started paying attention to this kind of stuff, but he seemed to have kind of a problem with it. So I can understand where it could lead but nowadays it's it's all good it's all copacetic he still drinks a lot but it's not causing a problem really so yeah it, it's like my, my grandpa i mean he he downs and i'm sure it's not nearly as much as i said i i tend to exaggerate uh when especially when it comes to alcohol you know you know someone's had 98 drinks that's not true he probably he might have one every other day i don't know i, I don't know his drinking habits he might have 98 a day but <laughs> Uh, it, you know, it's just one of those things where that's that's just your drink of choice, where it's not like I have to drink to get drunk. You know, it, right. it might just be I just like it, and that's just you know, I drink uh, milk as though it should be water for a normal person. Amen. Preach. And I'm a firm believer that people who drink milk to drink milk are uh, heathens. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, whole. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about uh, religious stuff. Uh, <laughs> Because I, I, I want so bad to branch off into that, but I won't. Uh, instead, I found the original text 
from Logan. And uh, it's not only about alcohol, but it is about addiction as, as a whole. But alcohol is, uh, the, I kind of branched off because of the, the, the topic. And Logan said, addiction is a disease. Who is to blame? The person for their choices or their mental health or someone in their life? So, Logan, do you want to elaborate on that uh, initial? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, it addiction is classified as a disease in the scope of uh, our society. Uh, so we've kind of just come to accept that addiction is a disease, both uh, medically and uh, professionally. That's just what people classify it as. Um, what is still unclear is whether we're accepting that this disease is fully anyone's fault who who is the person who who is the responsible party for the that life path um i, I don't let me let me break it down a little bit more if if i decide to go and just drank a beer out of nowhere for the first time. I'm a 21-year-old. I've never been around any sort of alcohol, and I take a drink, and I slowly descend into alcoholism. Is that my fault, or is it the fault of my family for not guiding me? Uh, you know, that the argument there is pretty, pretty one-sided. You can say, well, nobody in your family drank, so why would it be their fault? Uh, you know, then the other side of that is you're raised by a father who is an alcoholic and then you fall into alcoholism. Is that because of the family you grew up in or is it choices you made? Where, where does where's the line drawn? Where. Where do we say that it's fully mental or it's a choice? I think there's a point where knowing something is bad for you. And or or at least what it could lead to if you continue to do it incessantly. And your choice, uh, you know, even even taking the chance that could, you know, influence the outcome. Um, I I remember the initial response to to that topic was uh shane you said that the person who chose to start the drug is responsible right you want to elaborate on that a little bit well i mean if you know that you know say like cigarettes if you smoke a cigarette you know that it contains nicotine which is addictive and you say all right well i'll just have one but you're still putting yourself at risk for becoming addicted. And I'm not saying everybody that just has one gets addicted or whatever. Like, I've smoked a cigarette before. I didn't get addicted. I freaking hate cigarettes. But, uh, you know, like, you you have... It's, and I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to liken this to Adam and Eve. But, you know, they know they're not supposed to do something. And then they do it anyway. Like it's it's kind of their choice, but I, well, mean, I, I don't really know how to explain that part. Uh, that I think is uh, the the essence of the original sin is that right that it it was them 
that you know the the snake was for whatever uh tempted them but it was their decision and then that was the fall of man it wasn't that ultimately other entity did it it was that humanity did it to themselves and i think that's kind of the general gist of what you're trying to right like ultimately you're in control of yourself you know what the risk is you took the risk and now who are you who who else are you supposed to blame really right and i think a uh important distinction to make when comparing it to uh the adam and eve story is when it came to them, they knew that they weren't supposed to do that. They didn't necessarily know the consequences, the potential outcomes of that. Whereas, you know, any person who is old enough to smoke a cigarette has more than likely heard of the dangers of smoking a cigarette. Yeah. I mean, like you can't go to a school without them explaining, you know, don't do cigarettes or don't do drugs. Uh, Yeah. in in detail. Yeah. Right. So you get a Um, very in-depth like description of what, will happen if you continue to do this over time. Yeah. I I think and I I find myself and I and I will admit I am addicted to one <laughs> thing absolutely in particular oh, and it's biting my nails. I I bite my nails and I've been doing it since I was super small and I I can't break it. Um I'll I'll go a few weeks and my nails are grow out and I know Biting my nails and doing uh, hard heroin is completely different. <laughs> I mean, there's no nicotine in your fingernails, right? But but but, but the the idea behind the idea behind addiction is still kind of there because I'll look at it and I'm like, well, I do we do call it. it do we call it a habit or do we call it addiction at that point? Well, or an impulse. Well, here here's the difference: is that when I start, I can't stop. I have to, I have to chew all of them. Like it's not like oh, you know, uh, this nail broke, I have to fix it. It's, I start that one, and I have to do another 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 one. And huh. I think that's where it becomes an addiction at that point, where it's not like... You it, feel it, like you have to do it. It isn't, it's almost never in the back of my mind. Like, I, I don't sit there because of, you know, anxiety or anything to bite my nails, and it's like, oh, you know, out of habit, I'm biting my nails. It's like, so I'm, an active thing. I, I'm thinking about it, and I can't stop thinking about it, and I have to do it. Man, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, it, it actually got so bad in uh, middle school that I started developing um, infections on my fingers. Um, on three of my fingers, I had really bad infections that I actually started biting away at because I, I couldn't. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> part of me thinks it might be part of an OCD kind of thing. Right, because like a compulsive behavior. Be. when when I when I see my nails too long, it actually kind of wigs me out. Or like when I when I try to do something and I I tap my fingers and I feel my nail hit it instead of my finger, it sends like a weird a jolt through my hand and I freak out a little bit. See, and th- that's when it starts the like, opposite way. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I gotta bite it. I gotta bite it. I gotta bite it. So, um, but other than that, um, I tried marijuana once. And that, that the, the idea, <laughs> it's it fun for you. <laughs> um, I, I get bad headaches and I'm 90% sure it's because uh, my mom is going to say that it's because I stare at a screen too much. Um, uh, I think it's because I, I grind my teeth constantly and I do need to go to the eye doctor. So <laughs> uh, that's, that's probably why I get the majority of my headaches. 
Man, speaking of addiction, we're on um, some games. Like, <laughs> games are addicting. I, I, we'll say that for later, I guess. But um, yeah, um, oh, I lost my train of thought now. Thanks a lot, dude. Sorry. Your mom tells you. Dude, I don't talk about my mom like that. Come uh, on, do mama. Keep, keep um, it on topic. <coughs> shoot, I cannot think of what I was gonna say. So well, uh, and, until you can remember, uh, my roommate and I actually had a discussion a while back on a similar topic. Oh, uh, I remember. Oh, but you, 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 you no, no, we'll circle back. No, 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 we'll no. circle back. Let's finish. You already no, started, sir. Sir. God bless America. You want me to flip a coin? No. Yeah, go ahead. I'll do it. So, um, I, I tried marijuana for the for the purpose of trying to get rid of these headaches. Um, and a, a coworker of ours said um, that do, uh, smoking a little bit of marijuana would help kind of lessen <laughs> the the headache. And I have heard that that right. used medicinally, it does help. CBD and stuff. And I was like, okay, you know what? Oh, what, we were 20, maybe? Uh, 21, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I think 21. Uh, so we went over, and, and it was a big party, I guess. It was a rather small party, honestly. <laughs> well, uh, you know, to me, a party is more than five people, so. Well. <laughs> uh, I tried it, and I didn't get anything out of it. Um, my... Which was crazy, because you took a huge puff <laughs> <laughs> I, I i ripped into i was trying to trying to get into it and i, I nothing a couple of times it passed around and i nothing and yeah. i ha, i have never even thought about doing it again since yeah and it's 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 crazy to me and and not crazy as in like psychotic but it's uh it's almost foreign to me that someone can try something and then that's all they can think about. Right. Like, you know, uh, I can't, I've been doing deliveries for a DoorDash and I can't tell you how many houses just reek of marijuana. Like, I don't understand how somebody could just Dude, do that constantly. Presley was talking about the same thing this morning when she went to Walmart. Everywhere, every corner she went around smelled like bad weed. It was insane. So, that was my point. Logan, you and your roommate. Yeah, so me and my roommate uh, were having a discussion a while back. It was, shoot, it was three in the morning. I should have been in bed. I had to work at six. Um, but we were talking about liability. Uh, I know this is off topic, but I promise it'll it'll circle back. Uh, I trust. He, he's a very firm believer uh, in if you do something, it is your fault no matter what the circumstance. Huh? Uh, so the example we were using was, uh, let's say you work at uh, a fast food restaurant and uh, you have guidelines provided to you saying, hey, when you mop the floor, you have to put a wet floor sign up. You forget to do that, somebody slips on the, the wet floor and breaks their back. Yeah, you're the one who messed up, but who's liable at that point the lawsuit's going to come back on to the employer because that's a protected entity well hold up did they put the wet sign the wet floor sign out 
No, that was the point he was making. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, right. There was no sign. Somebody slips on the wet floor and breaks their back because there's no warning. Technically, you're the one who messed up, but the lawsuit's going to come back directly onto the company. Right. Um, and that's that's where he disagrees with the way the world works and thinks that you mess up no matter who you work for, you should be the one in trouble. And Whoa. that's not to say that, you know, you forget to put it out and somebody injures themselves, you're not going to be reprimanded. But in the direct sense, you're not liable. Right. And so that was that was the example we used. But you can also kind of compare that to uh, the addiction argument. Are we are we going to blame the person who tried it once and got hooked? Or are we going to blame the person who allowed them to be in that situation, who guided them in that situation? or didn't tell them to. Uh, so he, to elaborate a little bit more, um, he thinks so long as you know what the, the consequences are, you should have free reign to do what you want and then suffer those consequences for yourself. So uh, let's say drugs, you're going to do heroin. Okay. Um, he thinks that as long as you know that heroin is going to be damaging to you in some way, you should be allowed to do it and suffer those consequences for yourself. He's, he's under the belief you should just legalize everything and just let people dole it out. Right. And then my argument to that was, well, what if you don't know? What if you went to some private school who doesn't want to uh, plaster that information everywhere and you genuinely don't know that this thing you were given is that damaging to you? How is it? Is that your fault then? And I think that's where the argument, uh, the, the, the addiction comparison can come back into play is, you know, let's say... You go to a party once, you're, you were homeschooled your entire life, you go to a public college, and somebody hands you a blunt, and you don't know what it is, but you've been sheltered, is it your fault for getting hooked? Well, that's, that's kind of the thing I was talking about earlier. It was like, I said, if you know what it does and what it could lead to, mm -hmm. then yes, it could blame you, but... That's the part that I left out is, uh, you know, is it your fault if you don't know what this is? And I mean, I'm I'm sure there's very few cases of this kind of thing happening, but I mean, like in this day and age, I don't think something like that could really happen very often. So, well, when you, when you I, I really about, when you talk about things in this sense, you can't make exceptions for everything right. you have to talk in a very very broad scapes uh is it it's either hey this is going to happen or it's not not right. well it's going to happen except not here and here because technicalities right because you and can I'm make not, an exception for anything i'm not trying to just you know make an exception or anything but i i really i don't know i'd have to think about that kind of answer uh, well and for that and situation you uh, logan you brought up um, another part of a discussion we had uh, earlier than even our our current conversation, which was the the legalization of substances. Um, and I I fall under the same beliefs that your roommate does. That uh, if you do it, I think you should be held responsible. Um, but that's also coming from someone who did help run a small business and couldn't, I couldn't imagine the business being at fault because, you know, I forgot to sit, sit out that wet floor sign, you know? Well, right. And I also uh, ran a small business for a while. 
Uh, mine wasn't in, in a direct setting with people, but we still had instances where um, it could have been my uh, employee's fault. In that case, you know, like, uh, you know, say, uh, whoever, the employees, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but the employees supposed to be responsible for it? Is what that you're is, saying? That is what I'm saying. All right. Um, oh. And and there there's definitely an argument to be made of, you know, is it that person's fault because they messed up or because you're a team as a business? Well, that, yeah, the, I was going to make that argument. To, okay, okay, go ahead and just elaborate I mean, on that. Uh, okay, so I I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm at work, you know, just doing monotonous things. I listen to this guy. His name is uh, Jocko. Willink. I don't know if you guys have heard of him or not, but um, he the uh, a military man. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he said one of his uh, most popular things was make your bed every morning. No, that's Jordan Peterson. Mm -mm. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was pretty sure it was Jocko as well. Here, I'll do some googling while you continue. No, that says Jordan Peterson. But his main thing, he wrote a book about this. I think it was his first book. Is uh, extreme ownership. And the idea is that you take ownership for, you know, everything, whether or not it's your fault, you know, something didn't go wrong and I might be getting this wrong, but you know, this is what I understand. So if you're a team leader, you know, you take responsibility for your team. And if they didn't do something right, then it falls on your shoulders because you didn't teach them right. Or, you know, you didn't explain anything good enough. and you know, that that keeps the ball rolling while at the same time, you know, you're solving the problem of, you know, what needs to be done in order for this thing to not happen again. Mm -hmm. It's interesting so. you uh, make that point. Uh, my my roommate also, uh, Dakota, I'm sure you're going to hear his name quite a bit. We, I spend most of my days just hanging out with him, so he comes up a lot. Right. Um, side note. <laughs> um but he was also uh, just fully convinced that if it's your fault, it's your fault, and you should be at fault and held responsible for that. Um, whereas the world now is, you know, you work for your employer unless there's certain exceptions to this rule, of course. Uh, you are responsible, but the liable party is going to be the person over you. Um, right. And then he just, he could not fathom that idea. And I said, yeah, well, it's the same way as saying uh, your mom raised you to not kill people. That's a bad right, thing to do. Right. That's into you, you know, you're not supposed to do that. But then you murder somebody. Is it your mom's fault or your fault? Yeah, I understandably. I mean, at a certain point, somebody has to take ownership of it. And if the employee doesn't do it, you know, they don't say, oh, it's my fault. I didn't put the sign out then it falls on the person above them, unfortunately. And, you know, it, it'll it keep going all the way up to the chain, you know, all the way up. And somebody eventually is going to have to take ownership. So it might as well be the employee or the boss of that, you know, manager of that store or whatever, whatever the next line of command is. Um. So, so you fall under the belief that in in this situation that the business should take responsibility for it. 
for the person falling in the wet floor. In yeah, I mean they they chose to hire the person, you know, that's they have to deal with the consequences of hiring that person. So I'm going to, I'm going to present something that happened today, actually. And I I would like to see your reactions as to who would be at fault. Right. Um, I, I had to deliver auto parts. So I got an order. Uh, well, the order was received at the store. The, the employee ran the order or took the order, ran it, sent an invoice, uh, a different employee gathered parts and then gave them to me. And then I delivered it to a business. Okay. When I got there, the business said, this is wrong. These are not the parts that I need. All right. So who is at fault? The, the person who took the order or the business itself? No, was the order wow. correct? Like on Did... when he placed the order, or was it somebody picked up the wrong part looking at the order? No, uh, on the phone, the employee inserted the incorrect information. Okay, and and that's what made the guy pick up the wrong parts. So the second guy picked up exactly what he was supposed to, and then right. I delivered what I was supposed to. Okay, but it was wrong. So, do you? Does anybody? else besides the guy that actually put the parts together in in your package or whatever did they does anybody else have access to like check and you know make sure everything is the right way uh, I, I mean know, I don't er, know your er, process exactly everyone does it's not uh, well, anyone can go back and check if they did I think All you're right. misunderstanding like it, it's if you would have called me and say hey I want a bagel and I write down you want a donut instead Right, and then you yeah. sent the order back as donut. John made a donut, gave it to me, and then I gave it to you. I know, I know. I'm just trying to make sure that you know I'm not cross uh, making any. But and 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 like and like in a restaurant, anybody can see. Right, it's a ticket. Anybody could hear. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is literally a ticket. Okay, yeah. I get you. So is so... is auto? Oh, sorry, oh, I'm not going to say the name. Is <laughs> the business. <laughs> At fault or that employee? Uh, well, first of all, it's the employee's fault, and then it falls to the business because they chose to hire that person. Now, it's up to the business whether or not they reprimand the employee, but ultimately they hired this person. They knew what they were. Well, they may or may not have known what they were getting into, but they chose to take that risk in hiring that person. Okay, you're you're a it's little contradictory here. So not okay. Well, you're you're saying it's the business's fault for hiring, but it's the employee's fault for acting. But the the problem is there's only uh, th there's one at fault. There's there's the the byproduct, right? So so let's use the first example. Uh, someone falls and breaks their back because employee didn't set out the wet floor sign okay. and she sues who is she suing the uh, company so so it's the company's fault not the employee's fault i mean ultimately is the yeah i mean it is it is liability yes but it is 
we're not we're not talking about how it is. We're talking about no, how you no, think no. it should be. I know. And so, in my example, let's say he couldn't because that's not how the world works. But let's say he could sue because he had a timeline. We gave him a timeline, right? Uh, and we say we'll have these parts there by four o'clock because we did say that. <laughs> and <laughs> Good then job. they then they were delivered at three fifty. They were wrong though. And, but they were wrong. Yeah. So. If he decided to sue, do you think he should sue the business or the employee? I mean, the business. See, and I'm under the belief that it's not the business's fault. The employee is the one that messed up. I mean, I know it's not the business's fault, but they are, you know, like it says, liable. I I don't I don't really understand what the issue is exactly Just... then. I guess we, we understand how it is and who they're going to uh, put liability on. We're asking if you had your way, it was your perfect world, and we followed your beliefs. Would, right, gotcha. would we target the company what, or the employee who messed we up? Know, we know how it is. Yeah, We're yeah, saying get, what we believe. That. All right. Yeah, then the company. All right. So you still think the company should be at fault because the employee messed up? Right. Okay. And so, Logan, do you also. Uh, Oh, uh, go with that belief. That's uh, oh. it, for the most part, yes. Um, I didn't want to say conform because that sounds kind of negative. <laughs> right. Uh, for the most part, I do. Um, not to reiterate the exact same thing that Shane said. Um, while indeed it was the employee's fault who took the wrong order. We can all agree that he messed up and he is technically at fault, right? Right. Okay. That's all I was saying. Right. He is, therefore, an agent of the company and he's speaking on behalf of the company. And because the company as a whole messed up, it should be the company's responsibility to make sure that is done right now. I say that as somebody who also got reprimanded because for I also used to run a food delivery service much mm-hmm. like Grubhub or Fight, uh, Fight Squad and I got reprimanded by the owner of the company because I didn't make sure my driver was driving to the right location we don't have GPS tracking we, <laughs> we have text messages we have an app that shows where the stuff is going and right. uh, the drivers press buttons to say when they've picked up the food and when they've delivered it. Well, I had no so way of knowing he was driving the exact wrong direction. All right. Yet I got reprimanded for that because it was my responsibility to make sure that order got to the place on time. All right. So let's bring this back to the original argument. So is it the person who took the drugs that are at fault, or is it the person that gave them the drugs that they're at fault? I don't know if that's really a... Uh, uh, comparison like i mean the the person that's giving them the drugs isn't really you know responsible for this person well we're not talking responsibility we're talking fault yes but they're not above whoever this person is like one and one individual one individual isn't above another individual unless it's like a you know like a hierarchy or work setting or whatever I mean, if it's just two guys at a party, one guy gives marijuana to another guy, I mean... Well, okay, so let's think about it this way. Um, 
let's let's do person A and person B. Person A gives cocaine to person B. Person mm-hmm. B uh, then wrecks his car and kills a girl okay. or a guy. It's you know whatever equality. Yeah, no, whoever equality. Uh, so person B got the cocaine for uh, doing something. In this situation, I think the person A is over person B. They have now given that. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we do have laws that you know. No, no, it's, it's, it's not about of... it's not about law. It's not about what is. No, it's know. about what you believe. I got you. I got you. I'm just pointing that out. Uh, I believe that if you're the one who took the drugs, and you are the one who decided to get into that vehicle that then caused someone else to be injured. It is your liability, not and, the and person I, who gave you the drugs. And I will say it, it is not a fair comparison, but we were going quite off topic. We were. And <laughs> but it, you, it circled you back, back to in. this. Yeah, but it, but I, it makes I, a key distinction. Uh, I had to make you. a hard hard turn into back into it. But... Yeah, but I, I understand why we went there. Right. So. It makes a very important distinction between uh, relativity when we talk about sure. The way so, we address blame and fault, and and I, I want to pick up something else that uh, it was mentioned, but it was never really touched on, and it's we're going to veer off a little bit more back into the addiction topic of it. Um, so substances being legalized is a huge topic, right? And I am personally under the belief: let's just uh, if we're going to have things, some things legal, let's just legalize it all. Let's get people out of jail. Let's save the taxpayers some money. Um, and let, and have people do as they please because for the most part, they're adults who can make their own decisions. Now, a lot of, you know, there are a ton of kids and I, it would make it easier to obtain in certain situations, uh, but it could be more regulated. And I know there's always going to be black market everything all the time. Of course. But it's, um, it, it would save, I think, a lot more people to just legalize it. And because once you start and you're caught and you're thrown in jail for, let's say, 15 years, you have ruined that person's life. Yeah. That person basically cannot live anymore. They live the jail life for 15 years since they were 18 years old. They grow up, they're, what, 33? Yeah. And I think. I mean, I've yeah, I've and, I've heard of people being able to you know recover from something like that, but I mean, it's it's rather it's a hard. Story. You would have to you know get a, uh, I don't know, like a certificate of, uh, like a to to be able to do like blue collar jobs. Let's say like you know a two year degree in welding or something. But even still, it's probably. And I'm not sure exactly how hard it is, but I'm sure it's pretty hard to, you know, be able to get accepted into a college if you have a felony or something like that. But I'm, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know, know, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's that's not something I know anything about either. But I'm not gonna speak on that. So I I I will it's say a good point. It very well could be difficult. Yeah. We just don't know, and that's that's a complication you would have to consider in these uh, discussions. But that's also that's also a fault. Of a prison a job, you know, prisons don't do a good job of doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. So that that's that own that's 
a totally separate issue. Yeah, that I do acknowledge, but that isn't you know I'm I'm right, thinking that, of that, not talking about that. <laughs> right the the afterthought. So um so as far as that goes, what do you guys think about legalizing sub- certain substances or all substances or no substances? Well, when we first had this discussion, at the same time I brought up uh, initially uh, drugs and addiction mm-hmm. uh, several weeks ago now, uh, it was you who actually made me question myself a little bit uh, because I was I was arguing you. you know let's say I had let's say I have <laughs> a a daughter you know I, I'm I don't uh, Tyler uh, I do congrats mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I don't but. Hypothetically, I do, and uh, I would say that all drugs are legal, right? Let's say that they're just, yeah, have at it. You do what you want to do. It's your your life, your consequences. I feel like if heroin was just available on the street, it made it more possible for my daughter to get a hold of it and then get addicted or be harmed or become ill for doing those things. And I just feel like, you know, I felt like, adding that extra barrier of regulation and just illegality to the whole situation would make that less likely. And then Tyler made a good point, counter argument saying, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here because I can't remember or find the original conversation, but he said, so you're wanting to outlaw something because somebody you care about might do something. And that just kind of hit me. I was like, you know what? You're you're right. It's more of a you're too worried. You're 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 thinking too deep into it. It's more of a why why put a precaution on a precaution when you should just be more <laughs> focused on making sure that you teach that child what is right and wrong and the dangers. Make that your responsibility, right? And then let them make those decisions for themselves because ultimately. We're all going to make decisions for themselves. Circling back to the very beginning when we talked about, um, you know, Tyler doesn't drink, Shane does drink, and I do drink. Me and Tyler were raised in the same church, around the same people, same beliefs, but he doesn't drink, I do. Now, I, I want to mention... my decision. Right. And it's not because of those teachings, uh, you know, and, you know, we'll get into right, that as right. podcasting you know, goes, but it, it, it's just not so much the... I have explored it a little and decided that's not really an avenue I care to um, to branch out of. And and that alcohol is always my go-to when it comes to talking about um, addiction and legalization. Well, it's because, a, a personal note because of your grandfather. Right. And um, uh, when, you, when you talk about, you know, wh- why is cocaine bad? Well, it messes with your head. It makes you do things that you're not that you wouldn't do. It's addictive, and all of those things uh, can be attributed to alcohol as well. Um, and alcohol is very easy to obtain. From cigarettes, there's no oh, positive oh. outcome from cigarettes. Dude, don't even get me started on cigarettes. Oh, God. <laughs> I I hate I hate cigarettes. Screw big tobacco. Um, <laughs> if if you like drinking, um, and you do it on your, you know. If you, you could, uh, I'm under the personal belief that if you want to do whatever you want on your own property, as long as it's not hurting anybody, do do it. That's up to you. Um, you know, if if you, I mean, if you want to drink 98 beers on your own property and you're not hurting anybody, that do it. I mean, you'll, yeah, drink you'll, yourself to a coma. 
You'll destroy yourself, but that's <laughs> that's the American dream, right? Do as you you know. Um, but if, if you come oh, on man, my property and drink as much beer as you want, <laughs> if you come on my property and start causing problems, then we're going to have a problem. Or in in public, uh, definitely in public, but which is illegal to be intoxicated in public, I believe. Um, Am I wrong in that? In certain places, yeah. There's maybe there's it's levels just to that, but that is a thing. Yes. Uh, I mean, otherwise bars wouldn't exist, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it. Um, and and there are there are restrictions, and you know, definitely no drunk driving. But um, um, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. Cigarettes are a completely different conversation for me oh. because. You can be on your property, and I can be on my property, and your cigarette is still coming into my lungs. Like cooking meth next door. Uh, or, yeah, okay, or cooking <laughs> meth. That's fine. Dude, it but, makes the whole neighborhood smell like pee. Like um, pee. And, you know, if, if we're both in public, and, you know, let's say me and me and person A are hanging out, and we're at, whatever, Central Avenue, who cares, and they're drinking... And they're just living their life. I'm not going to be bothered. But if they're smoking, I'm going to be bothered. Because you have, you have stopped doing things to you, and you have started doing it to me. Because secondhand smoking is absolutely a thing. Yeah. I, I don't think it would come over to your like next door y- yard or something well, like that. You that know, but it wasn't the I, yard. I get it. It's yeah. an example. but Yes. Yeah. If you're walking down the street and somebody beside you is drinking, it's not going to affect you. But if somebody's smoking in the same spot, it will affect you. Right. No, I mean that's, I mean that's it's a fair, completely fair. Yeah. I hate um, stupid. Now, <laughs> oh, now, it, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say uh, another topic for another podcast would be how is that is that in relation also to say uh, cities with uh, a lot of smog from their industrial uh, areas mm. because Ooh, that's something that's, that's being done and it's affecting you and it's dangerous to you and harmful to you, but you have no connection to it other than being near it. Yeah. And I mean, you have no and, say like, over it at all. Right. And it's like, I said, that's another podcast, another time, but that's mm. something to keep in mind when, when thinking about those things, because if you, if you're just going to address one secondhand contamination, you might as well address all of them. Right, right. But that that's the... We'll put that in the notes. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, if, if personally, I believe, if you want to go smoke meth in your house, go smoke meth in your house. I don't care. <laughs> Just if don't bring it over here. Your house, your property, do as you please. One but the I moment think... the moment you cross into somebody else's bubble, absolutely not. One thing I think uh, all three of us agree on is we really don't care what you do Fact. so long as you're not hurting someone else or oh yeah shoot even being a direct harm or a nuisance to any anyone like as long as you're just staying to yourself and it's only affecting you i think we're all in agreement that that's that's pretty pretty fair right i mean yeah i, I know me and tyler are on that belief i i feel like shane's there i don't know if he's all right let me and i know this is going to be like Controversial. This is just Go a meme. Off. This is a meme. Wait, wait, wait. 
but is I it partially something that you no no not partially do you believe it? Well, yeah. All right. I guess that means so. that means yes. Okay, so, so yeah. So don't don't say it to be a meme. Say it because you believe it. Uh, I, okay. I just don't want people to be like, "What the fuck?" or what you know. Uh, if you know somebody come up comes up and you know they're waving their flag or banner or whatever, and you say, "I don't care if you're gay." Do they? I, I don't. I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, I don't. I don't care if you're gay. Like, right. And that, that's the point. Do you have a problem with that? Like, <laughs> well, does it affect you? I mean, that's no. That's I, I was, yeah. As long yeah. as it's not affecting me, I don't. I don't care. Do right, what you exactly. want. And that's what the point I was trying to make. I feel like all three right. are on that level of: is it affecting me? Is it affecting anybody I care about? Is it affecting anybody else who's not involved? Right. No. Okay. Cool. Have at it. Yeah. yeah. So. Right, so th- those are just my thoughts on the legalization of substances. Yeah, right. I think I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's how I feel like a lot of our generation is, or at least the mo- more vocal side of it is. Yeah, we have our own personal things that we believe and we partake in and we do, um, but as a as a whole, I think the majority is more in that laid back sense of. It doesn't affect me. Let people be people. Yeah, that's you know libertarian I value. I think, and I I think it's interesting because I don't subscribe to any of it. And when I say, you know, legalize marijuana, and they're like, "Oh, you smoke?" No, I don't. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> I don't I, care. We we both. I think Logan, you probably know too. Uh, a certain someone on Facebook. Is just absolutely avid about weed, yes. and will not shut up about it. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. I know one of a certain person. So well, you probably know a couple of them. I don't know. Right. Anyway. But anyway. Yeah. That's that's just who I'm thinking about in this yeah. moment. Right. Yeah, and and a lot of I think from what I've seen that a lot of people who say you know legalize the substances, man. It it comes from a place of Joe Rogan. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> to to an extent, it comes from a place of let me do what I want, and it it's not. That's not it for me. For me, it's let the people do what they want, because they're free. And the only reason that it the only reason cocaine is illegal, and alcohol is legal is because alcohol has a uh, positive connotation in most contexts, and cocaine has a negative connotation. That's the only reason. Right. They're both bad for you. Right. It's just one has been called terrible and awful by politicians, and the other one gets consumed a lot by politicians. And it's, so, it's mostly a case of relevancy, I think, for them. It's like alcohol, yeah, there's a lot of drunk driving deaths that happen, but personal health does not decline nearly liver. as easy yeah like liver cancer it it doesn't happen nearly as often as say drunk driving accidents or something like that well no but, but both but both are attributed to alcohol i mean could be yeah 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 i know i was i was saying like i'm i'm pretty sure and i don't quote me i don't know statistics or whatever but i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's more drunk driving accidents than there is liver cancer from drinking or other other 
drinking health oh. effects. It's what oh. I'm saying. But with cocaine, I'm sure there's a lot more deaths just from overdose or, you know, whatever other health, personal health problems as a, as opposed to like, I don't know, like some cracked out dude just shoots his neighbor or something like that, you know. Is is the point you're trying to make that... Personal death versus other people's death. Right. That it is more of a problem that they are in the public for alcohol versus the private. Right. I think and they care more the about... has the... a lot more personal issues than the public issues. Yes, you got okay. it. There you go. That you know, I I gotta tell you that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is just so I could understand us. Just just let let Shane riff for a little bit, and I'll I'll try to p- put the pieces together and see if I can figure out what he's talking about. Hey man, it's not that complicated. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm trying to think of man. You know what really blows my mind? Painkillers. Very true. That, that people just... Uh, and, you know, painkillers... Uh, Tylenol is legal, right? But if you take an entire bottle, uh, you die. Do you? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you could overdose on that or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the medicine, most definitely. Dude, a whole bottle of Tylenol? <laughs> I, d- I, d- I don't know. I've never tried. So I don't yeah. never really paid attention to anything like that. So, but but yeah, you absolutely can. And you know that sure, uh, and, if you drink some it, alcohol with it, it'll make it even better. It, it and I think yeah. on the label it says if you take more than two within six hours, I think like your liver has a good chance of like having major issues, and that's only oh, taking more than two. So if you took the entire bottle, I, you know, I, I'm fairly certain your liver just shuts down, and then your oh, body man. follows suit. Follows well, the whole reason that you're not supposed to drink alcohol with, uh, with a cinnamon event is that it hardens your liver uh-huh. drastically. Uh, it's so I mean, just taking the Tylenol by itself, that's that's going to do enough, enough damage. I guess I don't take painkillers often enough to really. You right, think and about this kind of stuff. So not even just like over the counter painkillers, but even prescription. Like it's it's a wonder those are legal, even in the sense of being as regulated as they are. So, and and my point was, I thought it was crazy just in in the moment of thinking about it that you know, I I would go to my mom. I could go to my mom right now and be like, "Can I get some Tylenol?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, here, here, have some Tylenol. Go play," and. You know, if I'm like, Mom, can I get some cocaine? She's like, Tyler? How? What? How do you cocaine? know what that is? Absolutely not. Like, and it's just funny to me. Yeah. Now, now, I know that a little bit of Tylenol is good for you. Well, eh. In, yeah, in a certain true. way, it's good for you. And then a little bit of cocaine ain't good for you. Yeah, but, but it makes you feel Cocaine good. was used for medical treatment. In it was, and, and in Coca-Cola. And Coca-Cola. <laughs> Let's not forget. I know you cook, bros. Um, and I, I just wanted to make a point real quick, totally off topic, but uh, on the point from a long, a long time ago in the podcast, uh, Jocko Willink. Willink? Yes, Willink. Uh, wrote a book 
and in one of his five choices that will transform your life is uh, uh, do your bed. Make your bed. That's Jordan. Well, they, they both. That's, that's fine. They can both say it. I'm just saying that he did say it. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, won't disagree with you. I mean, you were. I'm okay, saying, like, guys. Well, the guy that wrote the book. <laughs> this was a great time. 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Okay, Shane. Okay. Talk about a no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, any other any other notes about uh, addiction substances that you guys? No, I think we pretty broadly uh, covered everything uh, from fault to legality to in, uh, appeal. Even I need to smoke some crack. Is what I'm hearing. Oh, have you guys tried heroin? <laughs> I mean, bro, let me shoot up real quick. <laughs> well, uh, I'm out of. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to myself. Shane and Logan talking a 3 a.m. podcast first episode uh heavy stuff and that's kind of the point um we wanted to have a podcast where it was some fairly serious discussion because it's kind of hard talking about this kind of stuff and to have friends who you can feel comfortable enough to sh- to talk about these really difficult situations and uh hypotheticals with is really comforting and we wanted to offer that comfort to other people who, uh, you know, feel like they don't have anyone to talk to. So open the, we're trying to open the conversation to, you know, share your story if you're listening uh, or you're uh, someone that you know. Don't, don't, don't say their name. And it's, you know, not our business. But um, Right. Yeah, and I think we, uh, if you really just want to, like, ask us questions, uh, you want to see our views on things, send us a message. Uh, you can find us. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. We on what? What else do we have, Tyler? I can't even remember anymore. Um. Well, I'll have to set them up, but uh, right now it's just going to be it. That's, all right. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to be on all of your favorite podcast sharing sites, and if you enjoyed it, or you know, uh, you care enough to—I mean, you made it this far—you have to care a little bit, right? <laughs> uh, leave leave a review, leave a like on you know we are Apple Podcast or uh, Apple. Yeah, Apple yeah, Podcasts, like- Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, uh, whatever you're listening on, leave a review, and you know, yeah, tell us what you like, or what, or what you didn't like. You know, it's the first episode, or what you didn't like. Uh, constructive. Come on, probably now. me. Let's, Come let's, let's face you. it. Well, I don't like you, so. Ah, oh, well. Hitting. Well. All right. Well, that was a good time. I love you guys. Love you too, man. Love y'all. With a Y A all all. What? Oh, okay. End it there.